Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. You're listening to the GoCast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the About Last Night Show. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get into it, uh, sound guy, not Dick. Uh, depressing Dick is out, although he would fit right in for today. Can you play uh, that song that I told you to play? That's, that's uh... why. <laughs> God, we didn't have anything in our city to root for. <laughs> Until this past Sunday, <laughs> we had a quarterback from the third round that nobody thought was going to do anything, and he changed the whole landscape of our team in just 14 weeks. <laughs> and even though people thought we weren't going to do anything, we could have gone to the Super Bowl. Yesterday, I felt as good as I've ever felt in my life, and then in 30 seconds, I wanted to kill myself with a BB gun. <laughs> Yeah, you think that's depressing? We were the number one seed, ah. the favorites. We're one minute to go. You have Joe Flacco on the twenty-yard line Joe going up. Flacco, nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> Just don't get beat deep. Don't get beat deep. That was like a porn star. We got beat deep. Uh, that's Rihanna's slogan. <laughs> oh. Peyton Manning, everybody wanted to see him have a crazy comeback after his next surgery that nobody thought he'd come back from. Ah. And he was on pace to do it and face Tom Brady and possibly the greatest AFC Championship game of all time. What happened? We were planning an about last night road show to the Super Bowl. We were going to do it. We were going to go to New Orleans, man, and do it live from the field. And Brad was going to streak. I was going to streak on the field. It'd be the first time a dwarf interrupted a halftime show with his penis. Ah! They'd nickname the Super Bowl Dwarf Penis. <laughs> well, if you can't tell, Gosh. our dear listeners, uh, Adam and I are a little bit of a funk today. Little, uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it, it's honestly affected my last 48 <laughs> hours, and I, I, wish I, I wish I didn't get... I wish I didn't... You just, a, you just wish you weren't as big a fan. Well, also, I haven't You wish gotten, you didn't care. I haven't gotten emotionally invested in a sporting event in uh, since we were in the Super Bowl in 2006, man. Right. Because uh, if you've For read... For those you don't know, uh, Adam Ray from Seattle, huge Seahawks fan. Me, not from Denver, but still huge Broncos fan. Yo, but also just huge sports fan. Right. Of my teams, basketball being the one I care most about. Yeah. But um, if you've read the fucking internet blogs. Now it's not even a done deal. We took our team away. Yeah. And that, well, don't even get me started on that. Oh. It's all my Seattle friends who are posting, we're back, man. Oh, really? Because you saw one little article that said, hey, there looks like there's a deal going to be made. No, man. Anyway, the Seahawks <laughs> had a great season. We got none of that was supposed to happen, but sure. it was happening. And that's my whole thing. It's like. Oh, you're going to be great for years to come. Yeah, we are. And that's fucking exciting. Mm -hmm. But it was also really exciting to see how many odds we were 
beating right as far as like winning on the road and the dude that comeback i mean <laughs> 20 points down in the fourth quarter and then to score with 30 seconds left i i can i like i honestly haven't been that ha- like I mean, hey, man, I've, I'm a very upbeat, positive guy. Absolutely. Every time I do this show and, I, and I'm hanging with you, we have a good time. Our shows sure. last weekend were great. I love doing stand-up. I feel great on stage. Yeah. I go through everyday life, man. You count your blessings. You're like, fuck, hey, man, you, you know, I got a roof over my head and fucking handy <laughs> snacks in my cabinet. Who, who, who can beat that? Yes. So, but, you know? but the feeling of getting emotionally invested, even when we were losing, and then to have that comeback and have my friends around me who aren't Seattle fans but got on board to support me. Because where were you watching town, the game? At the parlor on Melrose Avenue, a great With, sports bar. Great sports bar, and so you're surrounded by people. And that's the thing. When your friends know you're the fan, I'm sure your phone was blowing up with, dude, that was unreal. Wasn't even, and I sent you a text. Yeah, wasn't even looking at my phone, though. I was so locked, just man. In the moment. And everybody around, and, my, and, all my, and everyone's just so excited with you, and you feel that support. Yeah. And my mom is just way into it. And, um, dude, and then, and, then, and then I'm running around, and my manager goes, who, uh, a good friend of mine, he's there, and he goes, uh, he's just looking at me, and he goes, dude. And I'm like, why aren't you jumping up and down and going crazy? He goes, 30 seconds, 30 seconds left, man. You're, and you're and like, the way yeah, he said it, seconds. I was like, okay. He goes, focus. He goes, focus up, man. <laughs> like, hey, man, 30 seconds. He goes, remember what happened last week? And I fucking have a flashback to Brad, you know, wiping his tears <laughs> with, his, with the same rag he jerks off with. Sure. Hey, so, so, sometimes it's done accidentally. Sometimes it's on purpose to punish myself. Sometimes it's with the tears. So, yeah, absolutely. You know what sucks? Good loop. And what's crazy <laughs> is that what happened yesterday happened to both of us. Like, the, the two most gut-wrenching losses of the weekend happened in 30 seconds. Happened to the About Last Night show. Meanwhile, over there, the Crab Feast and Ryan Sickler. Fuck you, Ryan oh, Sickler. Dude, yeah. Fuck the Crab Feast in your Baltimore. Yeah, yeah and Jay's from Boston, which is close to Atlanta, so fuck you. <laughs> well, it seems the dude. Patriots. I'm going to Atlanta and you know to do the improv in two weeks. Oh, oh. I mean, I'm I'm not going to bring up being from Seattle at all, or maybe I will, and they'll feel bad for me. No, well, yeah, they'll mock you. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll hate don't on me. don't do that, dude. You're you're going to Atlanta in two weeks to headline. Yeah. Oh my, that's like showing up to the wedding of your ex girlfriend two <laughs> weeks after she dumps you. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks after, she's like, all right, by the way, we're done. And in two weeks, I'm getting married, but here's an invitation. And that's, say, what you, that's what you're going to do. And saying, hey, I want to be inside you and make you laugh. <laughs> that's all you're trying to do? You just, wanted, you, just wanted to, you just wanted to go to the show? I just want to go to the show. That's all you wanted? Just gut-wrenching anyway, losses. Anyway, let's, let's, I, I, I can't even talk about it anymore. I know. But I will. <laughs> no, but it, it's like uh, my phone was blowing up that day uh, with, with at, 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 at the Broncos lost, and everyone was just. And then the next day, uh, which was yesterday, uh, is, is oh oh. But here here's what happened when I was watching the game. Yeah. For those of you who watched the Broncos Ravens game, yeah. huge Broncos fan, uh, we pretty much got it locked up. Flacco's on the thirty yard line with a minute to go, or not even a minute to go, and we're like, ah, we're we're good. We're going. AFC title game, it's going to happen. The fans are going crazy. They're talking about Peyton Manning, his unbelievable neck that we've talked about on the last show is actually a midget, and that's why it's so strong. Wait, his, there's a midget in his neck? Yes, that's why his neck is so strong. They, they, they fused a midget into his neck, and that's why his neck is so powerful. That's why. <laughs> What's the name of this midget? <laughs> Fred. <laughs> it's like Drop Dead Fred, that old movie from the 80s. Hilarious. Ma- imaginary friend. Hilarious. Now it's like imaginary midget on neck. Okay. <sighs> 
So it's all good. Everything's good. By the way, I'm watching this game before my first show on Saturday at the Hartford Improv. That's always the worst. And you're like, come on. And I'm happy because I'm like, dude, game's going to end. Broncos going to win. I'm going to go on stage. I'm going to kill it. Wait, so what Best point, night of my life. At what point do you walk on stage? Where is the game at that point? I walk on stage 10 seconds after Flacco throws the touchdown pass to send the game to overtime. So I see the I see that pass. Touchdown Ravens. Holy shit. We're going to overtime. This is the greatest game ever. You've seen him on Comedy Central. Please welcome to the stage Brad Williams. Fuck. So, I mean, are are you in your head for the first however or Oh yeah. You just yeah, you can't not I can't yeah. not be thinking You're about it. You're on stage kind of Outer body experience for a moment. Sure, like, I'm just going I'm through a, the motions right now. I, I, if, if anyone is listening from that er, that early Saturday show, I hope you had a good time. It seemed like everyone had fun. Got a sure great got, got a great yeah, reaction. But man, was I on autopilot the whole time. I'm just like I, I'm like Homer Simpson drooling in my head, like Peyton Manning. <laughs> and you don't want to <laughs> and you don't want to ask somebody in the crowd what no. the score is because not only is that weird to break your show like that, but sure. if you do find out the news. Yeah. They're all now going to be watching you being like, oh, fuck. Now he's bummed out. Right. We don't want a bummed out comedian. Exactly. Please welcome to the stage. He's super <laughs> disappointed. Brad Williams. Yeah. And, and you can't. And, and I'm in Hartford, Connecticut. And the only thing that they had as a sports thing, they have UConn. And then they had the Hartford Whalers, the hockey yeah. team. And the sports center. They, uh, they left. And the sports center complex. Yeah, that's in, that in uh, that's in no, that's in Bristol. Bristol. Okay. Yeah, but it's not it's not far away. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so they 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 won't be able to sympathize. It's funny. Um, I was doing a show one time at Tommy T's in Pleasanton, which yeah. you, you I was you, there. Yeah, you been yeah, there. Somebody uh was, was busted that? their head through the window that night. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll tell that story. Then I'll tell the the, the other Tommy T's story. Uh, the 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 busted window story was I was on, I was on stage. Late show Friday, which, as Steve Martin told us, is... <laughs> Worst show ever. Yeah, that's the reason why Steve Martin quit comedy. It was the late show on Friday. Uh, so I'm looking well, at... Also because Father of the Bride 2 uh, well, sure. didn't, didn't do as well as he thought it was No, yeah, that, that really just... Uh, that burnt him up. Uh, so I'm looking to the left side of the stage, and back then I was telling a joke about how I'm not Wee Man from Jackass. Right. And one of the lines is, like, because I'm... Uh, my name is Brad Williams. I'm Dutch German Welch. That's white as shit. Wee Man's real name is just uh, Jason Acuna. Acuna. He's a Mexi midget. Now I said that line to the left side of the audience. Right. From the right side of the audience, some dude stands up and just goes, "Eh, hey, fuck you. I'm not Mexican." Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Welcome to the conversation. I didn't know we were even talking to each other. Yeah. And or- by, and, and by the way, if you're gonna say you're not Mexican. Maybe hold it down, down on the, the fr- yeah accent. on the Frito Banditos. You know what I mean? You're coming in. Eh, like, hey, I'm not Mexican. I know I'm wearing a sombrero. Oh, I'm yeah. talking like El Guapo from the Three Amigos. Maybe half it, yeah. but you know, I, I I got a banderero around my shoulders and nine kids at my table. Pero I am no Mexican. <laughs> so I just look at the guy like I never said you were Mexican, dude. He's like, fuck you, and the dude. Starts to like run towards the stage, and that's when an audience member championed. But he threw something though, didn't he? Or his wife threw a glass. Remember? Oh, that's oh fuck, forgot that part. Yeah, yeah. The wife, like the wife's like to stick up for him. Yeah, the wife's like, I-, I gotta stand up for my poppy, and she stands oh, up poppy. and hurls a glass at me. 
uh, and uh, it misses, thankfully, because uh, because right. uh, you know hey, one of the benefits of being you know being tiny, <laughs> hard to hit. Yeah, it's a tough target, man. And while those Latin American men are really prevalent as pitchers in the MLB, not so much on the females. Sure, not so much. No, not not, not so much accuracy. So she she misses. Their sperm is accurate. Oh, dead deadly. It, see, if Mexicans could shoot sperm out of a sniper rifle and have it be like deadly, wow. they they'd be the greatest snipers on the planet. We would have found Osama twenty years ago <laughs> <laughs> before he even did this shit. Don't worry, I got this. It's the uh, the wind is thirty eight degrees. Uh, the rotation of the earth, the centrifugal force. Centrifugal. <laughs> I, I don't know why I like hearing you say centrifugal force in that accent so centrifugal. much. <laughs> yeah, they could totally. Yeah, it, 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 it'd be SEAL Team Paco. Yeah. Seal, Seal, Seal Team Paco could just take them out from, from wherever. Uh, so then. So she misses you with the glass. She misses with the glass. Staff and staff is like, hey, you guys need to get the fuck out. Yeah, and, and the dude's trying to, like, rush the stage at me, which, yeah. by the way, I, I don't know what I said to you. I don't know why. I've, maybe he's. Is is it that insulting to be called a Mexican if you're from El Salvador? But but I didn't really call him Mexican. Yeah. I was calling the left side. I was I was t- telling a joke that had nothing to do with him. Right. You know I'm oh, I'm over here going hey uh, so uh, grocery stores they're fun and he's saying fuck you I hate airports yeah you know it, it's just it, 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 it did not tie in at all no sense whatsoever. you said something to him you did you did you know deal with him in some fashion where you shut him up with whether it was something I forgot what line I said. Something that got him, you know, something about go back and do this or maybe oh no 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 I I I know I know I know I know what it was. Uh, I he he I he was like fuck you I'm not Mexican I was like bro I wasn't talking to you the wife throws a glass at me and I'm like dude I wasn't even talking to you I was saying my joke over here about we man being Mexican now if I had said something about drunken douchebags that can't control their whore wives that's what it then was. Yeah. I would be then yeah. you could get offended because yeah, yeah. that would be purely on you sir yeah and, and then, then that's that's, yeah. that's what he starts and going they, nuts and then they pick and then they kind of grabbed him and started <laughs> you know showing him towards the door. Right, and then uh, you know, as you do, if you're getting kicked, hey man, if you're getting kicked out of a com a comedy club or a Kmart uh, <laughs> or a uh, or a fucking Five Guys burger joint, sure, uh, or even a um, you know an REI, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe you got in a little dispute over the uh, the them not having any medium North Face fleeces, which is uh, un- unheard of, which is atrocious. Yeah, so uh, he's on his game. way out, and you you want when you're getting kicked out of any place, you want to get one last fuck you, absolutely. Whether whether you you say one last thing like. Well, guess what? I'm never coming back. Yeah. Or, you know, fucking, you know, <laughs> something, something. And uh, my, sperm will, my sperm will never grace this building again. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have 20 kids tonight, and they're all coming back. <laughs> and we'll I'm raising my own army. Not tip well. Revolution. <laughs> so, uh, so this guy decides, well, hey, I'm, uh, I'm near a door. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, it's, there's a lot of glass on it. And uh, he puts his um, fist right through that glass. Yep. And, and uh, shatters it. And shatters it. And also his hand. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's... It's incredible. And they told me later, like, he was all bleeding and they called the cops and... Uh, Showing on them, right? Oh, show show always goes on, my friend. Show always goes on. So, uh, and then the other incident that happened at, to- at Tommy T's was uh, they have that curtain <clears throat> that can... That closes, but then they held it open in the back just enough so at the bar... I could see one TV in the back. And this yeah. was during a USC football game. Yeah. A big one. I forget which one. Uh, and USC scored a touchdown as I'm on stage telling my jokes. And in the middle of a joke, I just go, 
Fuck yeah! <laughs> like, like I just Jekyll and Hyde. Like they thought I was gonna turn into the Hulk at that point. Like oh shit! Don't, don't make him angry. You 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 wouldn't like midgets when they're angry. And uh, I had to explain to the audience, hey, sorry, I'm telling my jokes to you, but I'm also watching the USC football yeah. game right back oh, yeah. there. And uh, so yeah, that was that was kind of embarrassing. But uh, yeah, so the whole time I'm on stage on on Saturday, I'm, I I don't know. And uh, as soon as soon as I get off. I'm, I'm like running to the back and like I'm looking at people like what happened what happened and no one's telling me so when no yeah when, when no one's telling me you, you you know yeah you know so I ran to my iPad looked it up and fuck terrible and how long does it take you to deal with something like that I mean because well, it's we don't experience loss a whole lot in, in our life like not on a consistent basis unless unless you're a um, a Lakers fan um, <laughs> or uh, you know yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or somebody with a gambling problem who's always, you know, betting on the Lakers. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, so to, to go, oh god, so so to get that invested in something and then to have it. And here's the thing, by the way, it's just a game. I it is, and I have friends. They don't care about I, us yeah, at all. I, I they don't, and I have friends that aren't into sports that go. You know, it's just a distraction, man. It's to keep you distracted from the things that are really going on in this country. Oh, God, and, 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 and and those players, they don't care about you. They just care about money. They don't represent the city. They don't do anything. And I'm, yeah. sitting, and I'm sitting there going, I know. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm aware. But guess what? Yeah. Uh, it's fun to have hobbies. Yeah. And things to uh, enjoy. I and like being distracted. It's fun to have things uh, that, uh, you know, tie people together and that sure. are fun to that are social uh experiences absolutely you go out you all have a common cause it's great and i'm not going to take it seriously enough to where if the broncos ever don't cover the spread i beat my wife <laughs> sure. that's not going to happen sure. mostly because most women could kill me but i'm not i'm not going to take it to that degree but for that moment when you're in the situation the worst is when the Situations that we both had as Seahawks and Broncos fans where we're watching the game. We're like, we, we, we've got it. Yeah. This is it. And especially for you because you haven't – like, I'm dealing with the fact that fucking Peyton Manning can't win a football game in Denver. You know who did? Tim Tebow. Now they're talking on ESPN about Are they really? Tebow. Like, oh, well, Tebow did it. Oh, What's wrong Jesus. with Manning? Well, of Those are, I mean, but they love to talk about yeah, it. I mean – He moves the meter. That's – But people that hate on sport, you know, and, and uh, you know – <laughs> people that hate on sports are either not athletic themselves, right, or just don't. I, I mean, and those those points about yeah, they, they're not caring about you, and it's all a business. Yeah, it is a business, and and dude, there's probably the more and more I watch basketball, the more I'm like, shit, man, this shit is probably like there's a lot <laughs> of games that are probably fixed. Yeah, and but does that mean that takes away from from getting excited when you watch uh, Jamal Crawford, you know, cross somebody over, or I'm seeing Blake Griffin dunk? It's exciting uh, from, from twenty five feet away. I mean, <laughs> shit, NBA James you know, style. Hey, man, my uh, my dad uh, cheated on my mom a lot. Yeah, and guess what? Basketball ties us together and probably is maybe the thing keeping us having a relationship. So mm-hmm. be it. Mm-hmm. You think we say anything new to each other that really makes us go like, "Wow, we're really smart about that"? No, fuck, we're saying that. They, oh man, I think yeah, the Lakers, boy, they're terrible. This should yeah. you say back and forth, and yeah, they need to, you know, maybe they need to trade this guy, or maybe they need to, you know, fucking. Um, you know, it's conversation. It's conversation, and man. You, and, and, and you want to know, sports prepares you for life, okay? I think so. If you're a fan of sports, if you participate in sports, it prepares you for life. Because guess what? In life, you don't always win. You can try really hard. Here we go. Bust your ass. Try to get that promotion. You've put in all the work. You've done it all. That music again. 
<laughs> keep the speech going. Play the taps. Oh, we're going to do that one? Okay. All right. Let me, let me try again. Okay. Wait. Let me tell you something, America. Sports is a metaphor for life. You work hard. You try hard. You come together. You put more effort in than the other guy. But sometimes it just doesn't happen. But it's not about that loss. It's how you come back from that loss. It's how you respond to that loss. Do you take that loss and denounce your fandom? Do you say I will never cheer for the Broncos or the Seahawks ever again because they betrayed me? No! Let me tell you what you do. You go you go to the film room in the offseason. You go to the weight room. You get back in the game. And that's what we've got to do, America. We've got to get back in the game. When life says you're riding the pine, you say, fuck you, life. I've got the skill set to be the starter. That's what you do, America. That's what sports prepares you for. It helps you deal with defeat so you can savor victory. And that's what we're going to do. Are you with me? I said, are you with me? Uh, yeah, fucking take it easy. Yeah, we're with you, man. Oh, okay, Jesus okay. Christ. All yeah. right, cool. Hey, I don't know. I'm just trying to, <laughs> yeah, just kinda... trying to bump you up. Yeah, I'm just trying to bump you up. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just pictured you. That was, that was incredible, by the way. Thank that you, was sir. A great, that was a great speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rudy, suck it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was, uh, I pictured, by the way, you standing in front of like, like White House officials, like everyone circled around you. Maybe you wearing just a flag and giving that speech. That was that was that was impressive. Hey, I'm inspired. Cause guess what? You're fired up, man. I'm gonna. St- I'll, I'll, sports I'm gonna st- are I'll a great metaphor for for. Uh, they for really America. are. Because guess what? Sports started here. Did it? <laughs> what will Brad believe? <laughs> <laughs> the tables have Touché. turned. Touche. Touche. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's. Uh, it, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna stick by my team. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna go now and be like, well, now I'm gonna root for the Falcons no. or I'm gonna root for the Ravens because you want to lose to the best. You can't. No, do you don't want to lose to the best. You want to be the best. And when you get knocked down, you get, 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 get fucking up. Did you read my tweet about after? Uh, what did it say? You guys lost. I said I wonder if Ray Lewis went up to Peyton Manning and was like, man, beat, beating a beating a home team in their in their in their house. With a quarterback who's first ballot Hall of Famer and was picked to win the whole damn thing, that's so Raven. <laughs> that's good, man. I didn't see that one. I avoided Twitter after it yeah. because you know that just all the pundits are t- giving all the stats. Like, well, up until that point, you yeah. had you had a ninety-seven percent chance of winning. <sighs> I can't watch any highlights. No, I can't even watch. I mean. I, I usually will watch multiple sports centers in a night. I can't watch yeah. any of it right now. Do you want? Yeah. Do you want to watch the sex tape of your ex girlfriend? Yes. No. <laughs> oh, oh well, maybe you do. <laughs> no, fuck it. No. Still, it still gives me an erection. Oh no. Jesus! No, no way, man. Uh, well, that's it. All right. Well, yeah. like, we just found our next segue. <laughs> well, for those uh, for those who aren't uh, into sports, we apologize for the uh, football rants, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. Yeah, but let's say this real quick. What's we're, that? We're taking callers today. Are we? Yeah. Are people calling in? 818-850-7748. We've been taking callers in a while. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. I just decided right now. Okay. Because we're both in a very specific state of being. (laughs) I uh, mean, if if people are listening live, then yeah. uh, Cheer cheer Brad and I up. Call us (laughs) 818-850-7748. A Jew and a midget have never been so (laughs) somber. Not since... 
Not since the IRS. Not since Willy not Wonka since and the Hitler. IRS audited the Willy Wonka chocolate factory <laughs> as a Jew and a midget. It's so upset. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> so, quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more about last night's show. You're listening to the GoCast Network. Are you tired about how our government is run? Do you want a better life for you and your family? Isn't it time for America to return to the greatness it once was? Are you ready to bring America back to the people? Well, there's a new social media website that allows all of America's voices to be heard. Votepedia, which stands for Voice of the Electorate, is a nonpartisan geopolitical social network. Votepedia is on a mission to create a nationally accepted nonpartisan social network for debate, discussion, and opinions of every American. Using 21st century technology, Votepedia is striving to return the government to the way our forefathers envisioned America, of the people, by the people, for the people. Votepedia is the new voice and platform for all Americans. To register and have your voice be heard, go to www.votepedia.com. That's votepedia.com. If you're tired of the same old story from Washington and want to do something about it, go to votepedia.com. Votepedia. For the people, by the people. Buckstar here, Greg Sites, whatever my name is. Greg Buckstar Sites, CEO of GoCast Network. And I'm Gary Garver, formerly of, oh, I don't even want to mention that asshole's name, uh, from the GoCast Network, program director of the GoCast Network. Weren't you on Journey? Yeah, that was it. Sammy Hagar, they say. Sammy Hagar. (laughs) And you know what? We got some sick new technology. You can check us out with Viddy. What the, what the hell's Viddy, Greg? I have no idea what that is. Viddy is Instagram, Twitter combined for a great 15-second video experience where you'll see awesome clips and fun stuff. Wow, I can't wait to check that out. Where do we go? Viddy.com? I think so. Okay, cool. <laughs> Before you hit fast forward, listen to this. It's the big hot rocking, non-stopping, less-talking, boss-shocking, hit-knocking, finger-popping, yanking, cranking, high-knee-spanking, wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, 50,000-watt blowtorch of rock and roll! That is the Dick and Darren Show. Dick and Darren downloaded 185 episodes. It's, it's pretty good for you. You'll like it. Up in your ear hole. On the GoCast Network. We're back on the GoCast Network. Yeah, that's the Dick and Darren podcast. Make sure you listen to that with our sound guy, uh, Depressing Dick. Depressing Dick. Dick. Thank God he's not here today after our rants about our football teams Well, it seems like every time Dick is on the show, somebody (laughs) famous who I've never heard of dies. It was Huel Hauser. Huel Hauser. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, which now we've all looked up and that we've all uh, 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 appreciated now, the one thing that got me through uh, the depressing Broncos loss was the fact that, A, I was at the Hartford Funny Bone, which is one of my favorite clubs, and, B, uh, I turned 29 yesterday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yesterday was my birthday, January 13th. Yeah, happy belated birthday. Thank you, sir. Uh, now, let me ask you this real quick. Yes. I just said happy belated birthday. Yes. I'm still giving you the happy birthday. Yes. But are we past the age, especially for dudes, where you feel any sort of like resentment or like, oh, you didn't wish it to me on my actual birthday. Listen, I know what you were going through yesterday <laughs> with, with, with the Seahawks game. Wow, that might be the only. That's, yeah. sa- that's saving you. Yeah, that saved me. It's, it, you're, you're fine. Because guess what? I knew your birthday was yesterday. Sure. Yeah, cause, um, because we're going out tonight. Also, we're, last we're, weekend, we're, and just, I, I, yeah. and I just, I, you know, hey man, there's a handful of birthdays of your friends you know. Sure. Um, but I appreciate that because my mind was not on anything but <laughs> how do I not 
Yes. Kill myself. But uh, the <clears throat> uh, the audiences at the Hartford Funny Bone this weekend, uh, they wanted – when they found out it was my birthday, they had one thought in mind, and that is we want to see – Burn the dwarf. We, we want – close. We, we want to see a midget die on stage of alcohol poisoning because they Dude. sent me shots like crazy. And, and wait a minute. Now, did you take them? Yes. When someone buys you a birthday shot. Yo, two beer bread. Two beer bread. Turned into 12 shot. Uh, let's see. Uh, someone told me, because I don't remember. Uh, you blacked out. I didn't black out. I passed out afterward. I just don't remember what happened, which is scary because it's like you were performing. I don't know. And I ne- and you know me. I never drink <clears throat> before shows. No. Ever. Because I, I always want to make sure that I give the audience a great show. You'll be sharp. Money's worth. Yeah. yeah. And also, your tolerance is not high at I, all. No, that's why we call me Two Beer Brad, because you give me a shot of NyQuil, I am gone! I did. They, they all, said, you, all, all you dwarf rapists out there <laughs> just took a little note. Oh, they're, they're out there. They're, they're listening to our podcast. This is pretty much the only podcast <laughs> where, where you can regularly get dwarf updated news and events and uh, 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 Tips about my life so you can plan your tactics appropriately. Yeah. You know, your midget rape tactics. We should start advertising the show that way for all your uh, dwarf <laughs> news, stereotypes, <laughs> updates. Pretty much the one-stop shop. Now, wait, real quick before we uh, – and you're going to finish this. But yeah. is it just you that is two beer, Brad, or is this consistent with most dwarves that they are – have low tolerances? Well uh, – And no pun intended. But yeah, I mean, yeah. like uh, – Well, like, I've, I, have a, I have a lot of dwarf friends. And uh, most of them have built up their tolerances. Okay. But uh, so they're alcoholics. Yes, they're alcoholics, and forms of addiction run in my family. So I've been kind of aware of that. So I don't try to get into it right. too much. Uh, so I just ha- I don't I don't drink a lot. But special occasions. Hey, when it's your birthday, you're away from thirty, man. And, uh, you're away from thirty, and when people are sending you, from what I was told on Saturday Night Late Show, seven shots of vodka. Uh, Yo, it's tough to turn down free booze, man. It's you have that thing within you that's because as guys we never get free drinks. Yeah, it's also tough to ch- uh, turn on free booze when you have three hundred people cheering <laughs> for you. Drink to, it! To, 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 to Drink take the it! to take the free booze. I don't think anybody. Fuck your liver! Yeah, dude. <laughs> your liver's the enemy. Kill it. Yeah. <laughs> Let us do stuff to you while you're asleep. <laughs> what? I mean, drink it. Yeah, the only thing I the only thing I remember about the late show on Saturday night, and this and this was very touching, is that at midnight, uh, the audience, without me telling them anything, started singing me "Happy Birthday." That's incredible. Did you cry? I was close. You got choked up. I'll be honest with you. Sure, man. I was right there. I've only cr- it was that out of unexpected enough. Yeah, because you, you don't expect guard. that. L- listen, I know I've I, I know I've got some fans out there, and I love <laughs> every single one of them, but. You think all oh, these people have a bunch of other shit going on in their lives. They don't give a crap about my birthday. They, they just want to come out and see me tell some jokes. Uh, but then they, when they started singing that, it, it, it means a lot to you. And, and, when sure. people, and when people write on your Facebook wall, happy birthday, listen, I know it took you two seconds. I know you weren't planning on it. I know you were just kind of checking to see if uh, anyone's liked your new photo of your turtle. You know, I, that, that's why I know why you're on Facebook. And you click Which, on the by the way, thank you for liking it. No problem. Yeah. He's cute. Uh, don't name Donatello next time. Uh, and then, bad turtle. Anyway, so, but that's, that's fine. And then you look up to the upper right corner and you go, oh, let's check out the birthdays today. Sure. Oh, it's Brad Williams' birthday. Well, let's write a little happy birthday, Brad. And All you know right. what? Maybe people knock on, like, you know, uh, uh, Facebook maybe making it so unpersonal 
and uh, impersonal is I think impersonal, yeah, yeah. unpersonal. Yeah, unpersonal is no word, is it? I think I. Just, holy shit! Shit up. <laughs> Every now and then you say something that makes people go, "Wow, you graduated college." <laughs> I got a buddy. Um, well, Jeff Dye, great comedian, very, yeah. uh, very. We've, we've had him on the podcast. Had him on the podcast. Um, quite possibly one of the stupidest people I know. <laughs> uh, but I say that with all sincerity and uh, warmth in my heart for you're him doing, as a person. You're, you're doing the Dom Irera with all due respect, sure. Because <laughs> he's a good, right. but he knows, but he knows it too. I mean, he, sure. uh, you know, he um, he did not attend college, and uh, yep. he there. There's enough things in his spelling of words and the things that. When you hear somebody, I will give him credit though. He'll he'll say words that don't go where they're supposed to go, but he'll say them confidently enough <laughs> he'll that sell you're the like, fuck out you're of You're like, them. at least you thought that was right. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, it's great. Good like, for you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but still, when I read when I when I read all the Facebook wall posts of Happy Birthday, yeah, it it it, it, it makes you feel good. It does. And then uh, Sunday night did more shots on stage. Jesus, man. <laughs> You were really trying to just. I was trying to kill myself. <laughs> no, I was. You know what? Now, how does Brad re- recover? Because everyone oh. has their hangover uh, strategies, right? If I wake up and I'm feeling awful, I'm like, I got to get some sort of bread inside me. Yeah. Toast or uh, some people are like, I need a burger or something like fried yeah. and like greasy. Dude, yeah. That just makes me more sick. Like right. pizza is the last thing I want if I wake up and I feel sick. Yeah. Uh, what I did, what I always do is I always pound a bottle of water or two before I go to bed. Uh, hopefully. Don't piss my pants while I'm sleeping. Yeah, you drink something at your pl- – well, <laughs> let's hope, but then yeah. also assume that that's just inevitable. <laughs> yeah. Brad, if you don't know this, look up the Guinness Book of World Records. has the most um, – you have the record, I think it's for most strangers' beds pissed in by a dwarf. I do. In 1994? I do. In one year, yeah. I do. Uh, 32. 32. 32. The record was previously held. The record was previously held by uh, Hank, the angry drunk dwarf from the Howard Stern show. Yep. Uh, May he rest in peace. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and before that, it was Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad shattering Hank's record, but, you know, sometimes you just got to go for it. Yeah. yeah so I did. Thir- and I could have stopped at 31, but I thought, eh, let's get to Magic's number. <laughs> let's go. You know what I mean? He, Make it even. Hey, he beat... He beat AIDS. I want to beat the he piss beat AIDS. record. I want to beat the piss record. Yo, so what's your hangover go-to? Uh, well, this, Water and then... This is something I've just discovered uh, recently, and uh, <laughs> big ups to the uh, Joe Rogan podcast for uh, teaching me this. Uh, coconut water and aloe vera juice. Not together. That's what you were drinking. Aloe vera juice. This I was, was drinking aloe vera this juice. this was the night that you uh, danced to uh, Gangnam Hammer. Which, by the way, is up to 11,000 views. Damn right it is. It's getting up there. Going viral. Um, go to uh, YouTube, type in Dwarf Dancing Gangnam Style. Or go to my YouTube page, Adam Race uh, 24 YouTube, and you'll see the quite possibly the best minute and a half of your life. <laughs> Unless you well, want to watch the Kardashian sex tape. Yeah, or the, you know, the night I lost my virginity. Yes. <laughs> minute, minute and a half, that's generous. Oh, you, you know it. 20, oh, my God. Do you actually remember? Do you have the duration? Oh. I mean, for nobody lasted long yeah, their first time. It, it it wasn't long. I know that for sure. But uh, yeah, it wasn't good. Do you remember the song that was playing? Uh, on bended knee, boys to men. Are you serious? Yeah. Which, but it's which, amazing. by the way, is the is the perfect song to be playing because that song is actually about cheating. <laughs> it's is about it really? it's about cheating and asking for forgiveness. How does it start off again? I, I don't know, but I know. <laughs> Sure, something like that. Darling, I, I can't explain. Can't explain. When did we lose our something? Girl, it's driving me insane. And, and I, I know I just need one more chance to prove my love to you. 
good it's days. Is that it? It's about having a fight and like you're having problems and you're going back. Perfect song to lose your virginity to. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and having Brad and I sing it, an even better way to lose your virginity to. Actually, you know what? If we were singing, whoever was engaging at that point would just stop and be like, you know what? This is just not going to happen. <laughs> this is new. Until these two gentlemen leave the room. There's, there are certain things you don't recover from. Uh, it, 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 I don't care how horny you are. I don't care how ready that girl is. There are certain things that just once they happen, you're done. For instance, uh, if there is a tape of Adam and I singing any of the Boys to Men hits, Col- Color Be Bad, we might be able to pull that one off, but anything Boys to Men, no. And uh, secondly, the, the, the second thing you, don't, you, you do not recover from, especially as a dwarf, is uh, being cock-blocked by a baby gate. <laughs> Which is a true story, by the way. Um, yes, oh, our sound guy's laughing. I want you to tell that story, but I want you to hear the song that I lost my virginity to. Oh, I, I want to hear this. What's this one? What is this? Oh shit! This is like roller rink music. Ooh, it's couple skate, everybody. Oh yeah, I was roller skating as I lost my virginity. <laughs> What's this one? Wow! Now, did you bang in rhythm? Did I bang in rhythm? I gotta know that. Do I wear maroon pants four <laughs> days a week? You do. <laughs> No, I didn't lose my virginity to that song. Oh, that would, that would be that would be just uh, that would be ridiculous because that's that's not a uh, it's not a <laughs> song that any woman finds attractive. But um, he, here's a real song. I lost my virginity. Okay, too. this is no joke. The, 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 no the joke. One? The real song. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Adam Ray. <laughs> and you you get you'll be able to hear the beats in which things really like. Went to the next level, mm-hmm. and when when uh, when the climax happened, yeah, and I sang to her as you did. Lemonade, nothing like Salvation Army to really get a woman sorry going. That it hurts. You know, uh, it's where, my first time. You know where homeless people drop their clothes? That's what I think about I'm when I'm thinking of you, baby. There's a dwarf in the corner. <laughs> He's my buddy. I told him he could watch. Can you turn the lights off? <laughs> Don't mind the night vision on the camera. <laughs> yeah, and then that's when I came. Right there. <laughs> that's how long 16 you seconds in. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I wish there's got God. That would be you know a great. What? That would be uh, a great podcast to just have like. I mean, I wish you know because it's it's been far enough now away mm-hmm. from that. But I really wish I could remember the song. <laughs> Quite honestly, it was probably just something from the Lion King soundtrack. It sounded like that. Uh, you know what? Tweet us. Tweet Adam Ray Comedy at Funny Brad with the hashtag song I lost my virginity to, yeah. and uh, let 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 us know some of your songs. And the winner will get to come in studio <laughs> and lose their virginity again. No, the the, the winner will get to come in studio. Have sex and we'll sing the song they lost their virginity. To. We will we will be the acapella group behind it. So I'm I'm praying for Bumbleo <laughs> from the Gypsy Kings. Hell yeah! Is that it, right? Yeah, Bumbleo, Bumbleo. Uh, anyway, back to my story, and this is an absolute true story. Uh, a baby I, gate cock blocked. Yes, a baby gate cock blocked me, and you're like, wait, Brad, what's a baby gate? Let me tell you what a baby gate is. Baby gate is a thing when you have a child 
You don't. I feel like I'm doing a Cosby bit. When you have a child. When you got a baby, <laughs> and you need him to not get to the dangerous chemicals in the cabinets. You pull up a gate to make sure he doesn't go up and down the goo goo goo. <laughs> yes. So you put the baby gate uh, across a hallway that you don't want your baby to uh, get into that room. You, 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 it blocks into that room. Uh, funny enough, it also does a bang up job at working on midgets. Oh Jesus. Okay. Because I go, to, I got to this girl's place. And this is very recently. Uh, it was in a hallway, and she just steps over the baby gate. Sure. Like it's nothing. Just mocking you. Yeah. Just goes over. <laughs> look how easy I can step over I know. this obstacle of oh, life. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, no problem me. Meanwhile, I'm on the other side of the baby gate looking up at it. Like a Mexican at the fence, just like, ¿Qué pasó? Oh, you shit. know, like, the border is right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I literally just have to tap out because you cannot recover from that. Trying to climb over and not making it? Yeah. Did you try? Of course I did. How many times? Twice. <laughs> oh, God. Failed both times. The first time you're like, all right, like any time, like, hey, man, like you, you're playing skee ball at Dave and Buster's. The first ball sure. doesn't go anywhere. You're like, well, I'm going to try again. Right. But if you, if you gutter ball again, you're like, tap out. Tap out at that point. Basically, this proved to me that I can never be a contestant on the game show Wipeout. <laughs> That's not true, and you take that back right now. Because I have been dedicating the first month of 2013 to try to get you on Wipeout, you son of a bitch. You ungrateful motherfucker. We're trading. We're in trading. Dude, Brad, uh, you on Wipeout would be the greatest episode of television of all there time. There would have to be a, a, a dwarf version of Wipeout. Whoa. <laughs> did my I just, head almost exploded. Did I just blow your mind? Oh, my yep. God. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so I'm climbing over this thing. Does she hear you, by the way, in the other room? Struggling? Oh, yeah, you can hear the chip. Are like, you okay in there? Is, there? is there a problem? And, and it's like right out of a – you would picture this scene in some dwarf romantic comedy. If I ever write a romantic comedy with me as the star, this scene is going in it of a baby gate. Fucking my groove up. It's incredible. So like, and, and, and that's a working title. Baby gate. Fucking my groove. <laughs> fucking my up. groove up. In, in, in my head, I'm hearing like the American Gladiator theme song to try to that's motivate me. Incredible. Like, here we have Laser and our contestant Turbo. Turbo. Brad Williams. Wait, did you see like a hologram of like Nitro? Like being like, you can do it, Brad. Get over that baby gate, then get the tennis ball gun and climb the aggro crag. Wait a minute, now it's Nickelodeon's guts. <laughs> Mo, let's go to the results with Mo. Mike, we've got Ishmael from Israel in first place with 22 points. Jacques from Thailand. I totally forgot about Guts. You forgot about Guts? That's such a great show. How about a dwarf version of Nickelodeon's Guts? Yeah. Remember the theme song? Ready? Wait. Guts! I remember that. Oh, Greatest theme song ever. And the best the best event was the one where they attached the bungee cord to the kids, and then they had to jump with the basketball, hit the ground, and then... Yep. Do a dunk, which, by the way, you never. That's why you never saw black contestants on guts, because <laughs> they would just so be like, right. would be like, fuck this bungee cord. Yeah, what do yeah. I need this shit for? Like, I'm six. Like, I can dunk. You know, I got motherfucking legs, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but just attach the bungee cord. Oh, really? <laughs> the black bungee cord? Like, what? Whoa, hey, dude, why are you turning this around? <laughs> oh my god! All right, so you get over, you get over the baby gate. I'm I don't get over the baby gate. You just picked up and left? I just left. She's in the other room like, Brad. I, 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 I just yelled out, hey, you know what? I got to go do 
a thing. I just remembered. I just remembered. I can't get over baby gates. Because <laughs> you, can't, you can't recover from looking. You can't recover once you look up yeah. at a woman, raised both your arms in the air, and said, boost. You know what I mean? Hilarious. That doesn't. There's Can no comeback for that. No woman has ever lifted up her date, carried him over a baby gate, <laughs> sat him down, and then said the words, my pussy has never been this wet. That's never happened before. Wow. So I was done. Now, how do you know? Now, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but how do you know that isn't like her fetish, seeing dwarfs struggle <laughs> over baby struggle. gates? <laughs> maybe, maybe she's sitting in the bedroom playing with herself because she's listening to you right. struggle to get over the baby gate. And she's Me. like, oh, God, he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. God, I hope, he, I, hope he, I hope he makes it. I hope he does it. It's like she was like, as if like – you remember in Indiana Jones' The Last Crusade? Uh-huh. The guy at the very end who's like – you chose wisely. Oh, yeah, like, the night. It's yeah. like if he's in, like, watching Indiana Jones on a screen struggle through all the, <laughs> all the events and jerking off while he's watching, being like, I hope he doesn't make it. I hope he does make it. I hope he gets here and picks the right glass. Right. What, what if she had, like, beyond the baby gate, what if she had other dwarf obstacles just, just that there was the first case. of many. That was the first. That was the first test, dude. It was like there the, were a, they, they, they were a fuckload of midgets just lined out uh, under her. She bedroom. had a whole fucking double dare obstacle course to get to her <laughs> pussy. It, you know what? It was that one. It was uh, fetch me a glass of water, and the and and the and dispenser on the fridge is too high. You know, so you can't do that. <laughs> it was, uh, hey, uh, my shower head is pointing directly at the side wall. Could you fix that? Hilarious. For me? Can you do that? And then the final challenge. The final challenge is her sitting on the bed, and you're just like, fuck yeah, this is going to happen. And then just as you start to enter the, 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 the room and go up the bed, she kicks the stairs out that are meant for small dogs away from the bed going, all right, fucker, this is your last challenge. Get up here. You're like, but the stairs! I couldn't use. I couldn't use the stairs. No. And you can't use your arms to climb up on the bed. <laughs> you just have to standing broad jump. I just have to. I just have to Fallsbury flop onto the bed. <laughs> One, two. Ah! Wow. The, the the things that can cock block a midget. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's quite a few. Baby gates. If if you've had over a foot of snow. That's, fuck that. Oh yeah, you're done. That's not happening. No way. Ab- abnormally deep puddles. This sounds like a like a show. Cock blocking a midget. <laughs> like just having maybe it's like a dating show. Like the, like you know how Eliza has that show Excuse where they yeah, have yeah. different guys. Come, I mean maybe it's Eliza just like Schlesinger, yeah. Maybe there's different you know dwarves that come up to the front door, and then somebody decides which one they want to let in, and then if you get to come in, you got to go through this Home Alone fucking you know this Home Alone stunt house. Perfect of all these like obstacles to get to the girl. I like it. And if you pass, it's like Indiana Jones meets Home Alone meets Nickelodeon's Guts. Right. Meets meets Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I okay, like man. it. That's and that's Dude, how that's every episode we come up with nine shows. No shit, right? Sponsored by Chloe Wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to the last show with Julia White, which by the way you should all listen to. Uh so yeah. All that happened. No bueno. Incredible. But tonight tonight we make up for it. Yeah. Because tonight, the Magic uh, Castle. Tonight for my for my birthday, I'm I, I'm, I'm taking a small group of friends to the Magic Castle. Have you been before? I have. I like it. I get to wear a suit. Can I just say this? Magic blows my fucking mind. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I can't. Like I literally have small panic attacks when I see tricks that are so incredible. Sure. I can't wrap my head around it. 
uh, my it's, it's it's funny you say that. Uh, my opening act this week, uh, he's a host. Um, uh, I don't want to fuck his name up. Uh, Houdini, <laughs> yeah, Houdini Jr. Um, his first name is Mike, spelled M Y K E. Oh, here it is. Oh Jesus, Mike Hurley. Mike Hurley, great comic. So at the end of his show, he does this trick because he, he he used to do magic, so he incorporates it into his act. And he does this trick where he has a wallet that lights on fire. And he, like, burns. That's ridiculous. And what? What does that even mean? He How has a, do you? He has a wallet that lights on fire. And it blew everyone's mind. He, he, he would light money on fire. Say, I've got money to burn. The money would burn up. And then he would, like, have money there. He would, he would, he would replace I the money. See, that makes me. I'm sweating just thinking about that yes! trick. Yes. And that's, and that's my opener. By the way, how great of a show did yeah. the audiences in Hartford get? How do you follow that? Magician with flaming wallets and then a midget is walks it, on it, stage. Is it tough to follow a, a guy who lights his wallet on fire? He may, uh, yeah. And then makes more money out of that? But you know what? That, see, that's the good – and by the way, he sold wallets that lit themselves on fire. He killed me in merch sales. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did, did he really? He destroyed me. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there with Unless you're selling other dwarves, you're not going to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> Which hasn't been able to happen since that stupid Abraham Lincoln guy fucked it all up. <laughs> stupid. What, did he put a ban on dwarf cloning at comedy shows too? <laughs> Everybody knows about his abolish, abolishing of slavery. Yeah, and also the dwarf clone market. Uh yeah, so Mike Hurley, uh, great comic, had a blast hanging out with him, great guy, killed me in merch sales, but he, he would light stuff on fire, he, he, he would do the card trick where he, he would tell you, think of a card, you would say, you'd be like, alright, uh, three of clubs, and he'd say, alright, look through that deck that's on the table right now, and you would look through the deck, and all the cards would be facing up except for one, you would turn the card over, three of fucking clubs, it would blow your... God wow! Mind. See that—that's the type. That's like the above and beyond, and 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 the prep that goes into that. Sure. Like I feel like they could, you know, I feel like David Blaine, you know, does shit like that where he has things laid out that have to go a certain way for everything to line up to blow your mind. Where it's like, you know, think of a card I'm thinking of. And, <laughs> that, that, yeah, like, what does that mean? That's your David Blaine like, Think of a card, <laughs> and you're like uh, the Queen of Hearts, and he's like, call your mother right now. And you're like, what? <laughs> call your mother. And you call her up, you're like, Mom's sick. Oh my God. Somebody's in the house and they're holding me at gunpoint and they're 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 robbed. They they've already killed your father and they're and they're they're holding a gun to my head and they're and I'm naked and he's he's trying to do things to me. Mom, okay. Now ask your mom to for the robber to to put his hand inside of his pocket. Okay, can you please put your hand inside of your pocket? Okay, now ask him to to reach inside of your butt crack. What? <laughs> why, why would I just ask? Just ask. Mom, reach inside your butt crack. Okay. <laughs> What's there? A queen of hearts. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy's like, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mom, the guy just, the, he, he the, told yeah, me the that's queen of hearts. Yeah. He told me. Oh, that's great. Uh-huh. So, And you know what? And that sounds like a ridiculous thing I just, I just uh, blurted out. But that's the type of... <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of amazing shit that I hope to see tonight at the Magic Castle. Right? I want to be making a phone call to somebody in my family saying, <laughs> check your butt crack for a card. And then my money will be well spent. Absolutely. And if by money you mean the shit's free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, don't worry. I got it, brother. Just got to wear a got suit it. and tie. Just got to wear a suit and tie. <laughs> Which, by the way, I always feel awkward wearing a suit and tie, especially going to a place called the Magic Castle, because I think everyone's just going to assume that I work there. Dude, hilarious. I was going to walk in. Uh, do you know where the restrooms are? How the fuck shit? Well, you're the midget. You're wearing you're a suit. Midget. Yo, magic and midgets. 
yo, not even associated, like, in what world? I'm, Copperfield was never like, and now I'm going to pull a lion out of this midget's <laughs> fucking. Right. You, you, you would think that we would be perfect. Hot magic. women are the assistants. Yeah. I've never seen a dwarf a magic assistant. We could fit places. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, we could do shit. That was your alter ego, by the way, answering yourself. That was Black Brad. That was that was that was incredible. How you were just like, we can fit in places, and then Black Brad was like, hell yeah, you can. hell yeah, you can. All right, we good at that shit. Uh, yeah, we, there, there's no midget assistance in magic. Now, which if should be now, let me ask this question because this has yeah. been on everyone's mind since we brought this up. Absolutely. If you, Brad Williams, mm-hmm. were the first dwarf magician, yes, what would be your go-to trick? Oh, mm, I would make. What would be your trick that people would come to see you for? Because you know, like Houdini was like, "I'm gonna chain myself up and yeah. trap underwater in a case." David Blaine was like, "I'm gonna have a Queen of Hearts in your mom's ass crack." <laughs> right? That was his go-to. <laughs> what would Brad Williams? What would be the trick that people would see on the billboard or think of Brad Williams and go, "Oh, he's right. the guy that does the blank." Oh, I would. Here, here, he's the guy that makes that makes Snooky attractive, or he's the here's guy. My trick. I would I would talk to the audience as they're as they're ordering drinks, and then the drinks would come, and I would continue to talk to them. Long setup, long setup. As I'm still talking to them, the bill the bill comes. The guy, pay the the guy the pay, bill yeah the guy, I'll the come guy, in the bill will come in you you pay you pay the bill you're 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 in the audience. It's the first time you've ever seen the trick. Okay, okay. You pay you you pay the bill. All of a sudden. I stop, look, and go, hey, uh, check out the tip that that Jew just left. Then they look down and go, the Jew left 30%. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> that is the greatest trick I have ever seen. I'd go see that show. You Wouldn't you? I'd go see that show. Absolutely. You don't understand, man. This dude, he has completely fooled. And all of a sudden, we look down, Adam Ray, Jewish, tips 30%. No fucking way. Incredible. No fucking way. Copperfield uh, got nothing on this guy. <laughs> well, just, just to uh, reiterate, and I know you think all Jews don't tip. Oh, yeah. I tip <laughs> I tip 20% every time. Well, yeah. Even if I'm at a donut shop, I tip 20%. Sure. So I know the stereotype is out there. Absolutely. And I know it's a joke. Uh-huh. But I just never want to be looped into that category. <laughs> because I make a point you are not Adam to Ray. fight the stereotype. You do. You do that. I've been in sketches on Comedy Central where I dunk a basketball. We're all trying to do a revolution I'm for I'm finding the stereotype that Jews can't rock flannels. <laughs> that Jews can't rock maroon pants. That Jews basically, can't wear pinky rings. Basically, on your, on, on your civil rights uh, Mount Rushmore, it's like Martin Luther King, uh, Frederick Douglass, uh, you know, uh, Harriet Tubman, yeah. Adam Ray. Wow. That's what you're trying to say. Thank you for lumping me in that, in that groove of people. No problem. That all have their own A and E specials. <laughs> you're you're gonna have one, buddy. Uh, is that are, are we good? No. What? He's saying we're it's good. It's five till. Everybody goes till like two minutes till. Give us like three more minutes. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Give us like three more minutes. Yeah. We've done that before. You know what? Let's give do us it. like three more minutes. That's that's what Brad <laughs> said when he first lost his virginity. Let's do a really quick returning segment, and then we will uh, then we will get on out of here. This is this week. In twelve-year-old girl news, because we had some news this week. Is it in twelve in in twelve-year-old girl news? What's this? Is there a theme song for this week in twelve-year-old girl news? Because <laughs> when I think twelve-year-old girls, I think hip hop. All right, it'll work. 
<laughs> Wait, here it is. Uh. This week in. This week in. 12 year old girl news. Mm, that's what we do. Okay. So this week in 12 year old girl news, ladies and gentlemen, Taylor Swift and Harry Styles from One Direction broke up. Oh my God. Harry Styles? Harry Styles is single again. Oh my god. Well, first of all, One Direction, how great is that band? Amazing. I know I know they're from Australia, which they all say down under. I wonder if they have anything special. Oh my under. god, speaking of going down under. No. I kidding. wonder if Taylor Swift went down under. I don't think she did. And I think that's why Harry left them. No, seriously? That's why Harry left her, because she's such a prude. She dates all these guys and then they don't stick around. You want you want you wanna know why? But what about John Mayer? I bet John Mayer is just a player. He's he, a player. He, he, he doesn't respect He, he doesn't women. respect. He wrote Body as a Wonderland. That was just so he could. More like, more like your body is a fuck toy. Yeah, your body's a fuck toy. That Terrible. was the original song, but the studio didn't go for it because they're like, nobody's going to buy it. Well, guess yeah. what? We know what that song was about. We know what it's about. We know what you're up to, John Mayer, and your fuck toy songs. We are, we are, not, we are not a fan guess of what? that. Guess what? Taylor Swift is not a fuck toy. She's not a fuck toy. And Jennifer Aniston, not, not, not a, a fuck not toy. Not a fuck toy. Not a f- Jennifer Love Hewitt. Not a, Not fuck, a toy. fuck toy. Okay. None of them. Okay. J Wow. Okay. J- okay. Okay. J Wow is kind of a fuck but toy. Hey, that's but, what kind of fuck toy. But guess what? Harry Styles. Harry Styles is a little shit. <laughs> He's gonna do so much better. He can do so much He's better. He can do so much better than Taylor. He, he. He. You know. You know who Harry Styles is gonna date next? Who? Me. Oh my God! Did you hit him up on Facebook again? I hit him up on Facebook again. You love to hit up. You are like notorious for like when these guys become single. You're hitting up on Facebook. Well, that's how. How are they going to know I exist unless I poke them? You're right. That's why Taylor Swift what got kicked to the curb because she didn't poke Harry enough. So where would you take Harry on your first date? Oh my God! Okay, so I would totally go to Johnny Rockets. Oh my God! I love they vanilla coke. The milk- I love vanilla oh my coke. God. I love coke, but they—you <laughs> know what—they also have great milkshakes there. They have amazing milkshakes. Oh my God! The best milkshakes ever. And then you—and then you get you to like listen to fifties music. Oh my God! That's at- like really a great era of music. Like a lot of people really don't know, is. and people think like, "Oh my God, we're twelve. Why should we know about fifties like music?" But like, that's a really like. When Aretha Franklin said R E S P E C T, she meant it. She meant it. And if and if you are on your first date with ha- with Harry Styles, he has to know that he, that you deserve nothing less than full R E S P E C T. Yep, darn right. I just started my period. <laughs> <laughs> that was this week in twelve year old girl news. Adam Ray, where can our listeners find you? They can find me. Um, <laughs> you know, Dick's not here today, so I'm having to play DJ. There you go. Uh, you guys can find me at the Atlanta Improv, January 24th through the 26th. Heartbreaking. Uh, you can find me uh, at um, Texas Tech on Friday, <laughs> if you're in Texas. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the college. Yeah, down in Lubbock. Down in Lubbock, yeah. Great, great, great area. Great crowds. Great crowds. I will be, uh, uh, and then I'll be uh, in San Diego at the Tipsy Crow on February 22nd. And Brad and I will be at the Hollywood Improv on February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and check all my dates and videos at AdamRayTV.com. And check out Dwarf Dancing Gangnam Style on YouTube before it gets so popular yeah. that you can't even find it anymore. Darn right. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at FunnyBrad. Check out my website, bradwilliamscomedy.com. I got dates coming up in Dallas, Texas, at Hyenas. Also at Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas. Well, you're going to be in Dallas for like six months. Yeah, <laughs> Two weeks, yeah. I'm going to be there. Uh, also, the Comedy Works in Denver, which I love that club. Keep hearing great things. And now I got to go, en- I got to entertain Denver because they're sobbing their eyes out right now. I'm, I'm coming home, people. I'm going to come to you. Don't yeah, worry about the it. The best way to, uh, 
to uh, heal a wound after uh, your team has been knocked out of the playoffs? More midgets. Just more sprinkle midgets on your wound. We heal it. Johnson & Johnson got nothing. Nothing. So, for Adam Ray, I am Brad Williams. This has been the About Last Night Show. Please try to remember our names in the morning. listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.